Hey guys, welcome to another episode of This Generation's Podcast with, you guessed it, Jen! Woo! So today, uh, I'm going to be discussing my experience with quarantine. And when I say with quarantine, I mean as in me and quarantine as a person. Because quarantine really did me wrong. She really said, you are not gonna live this quarantine. You're not gonna live a nice, happy life. So I'm going to be covering a couple of topics today. I'm just gonna be describing what I did to get over that rut that I felt during quarantine. Because I definitely did go through a lot because I had exam season I was stuck in a place where I didn't want to be stuck so for in the beginning it's going to be like a timeline so I'm going to be discussing before quarantine and then after quarantine so in Dubai we started getting cases pretty pretty often and I actually we believe me and my family that I had coronavirus in the beginning, but I'm not really sure because I was sick for a good three weeks while I was working. But we didn't, at the time, we didn't think it was corona because it was like not that many cases. It was just like a few. I think at that time it was only four, but I was working. So it's possible that I could have gotten it from there and I had all the symptoms. And I went to the hospital actually and I asked them multiple times, could you guys please give me a, you know... A test or anything and I went to the hospital actually three times and the first time they gave me an influenza test and they said that the string of corona was similar and the aspects of influenza so if the influenza test came out positive it's probably possible that I had coronavirus but actually what happened was that test came back negative it still didn't make sense because I was I just kept getting sick. I would get sick and then get fine and then get sick again. So yeah, so when that had happened, it was before anything went down. So in Dubai, we had like a peace period, not so much, where nothing was happening. They started to close down slowly and eventually they started closing everything. So me as a person, I actually alternate from homes. So I, I go to my father's house and I stay with him while I and then I go back to my sister's and my sister's I usually live with her because she my university is nearby and it's just more convenient for me to drive from Dubai rather than Ajman. So I went and I visited my father and I had planned to stay for a couple of days just like I normally do and then go back. Slight what had happened was my exams were coming up and I didn't plan on bringing any books but luckily I made the decision to take my computer and thanks god I did that we'll find out later on on this podcast why that's a good thing that I did I went to visit my father and sadly I got stuck by stuck I mean when I had been there uh, Dubai had uh, released a 24-hour lockdown so nobody could go in Dubai and nobody could go out of Dubai and you needed like special permissions to do that. And I wasn't in that category of special permission to be able to go back. And the first issue that I had <laughs> was as exams were coming up, I had no books. None of my books were with me, none of my notes, nothing was with me at all. I was in Ajman and it was just really tough because I didn't have my books. But luckily my books are online, but all my notes that I had prepared for my exams and everything like that they were all in Dubai <laughs> and I was stuck in Ajman so me trying to prepare for exams etc it was just 
a struggle. It was a major, major struggle, bus, because I was trying to keep up and our university suddenly decided to make a giant, giant timeline. Like when I say timeline, I mean like a schedule for our exams and our deadlines all in the same, let's say month, but more or less it was all in the same week. So I had a mood coming up, which is, if nobody knows, a mock trial that I had to prepare for. And luckily I could have prepared for that and I had began preparing, preparing for that prior. So I had all my notes on my computer, thanks God. <laughs> it was really tough, my exams. If anybody knows a law exam is much more strenuous because you need to memorize so many things and although it had been and they had decided to make it open book the exams were so vague that you wouldn't know where to look in the books anyway so i had my exams so the first exam i had was my moot and luckily at that time there was no other deadlines at the same time so my moot went great because that's when my emotional state was still neutral because it was I was still stuck there for a bit but if you guys can imagine I was in a household where my father he is over over the age of 60s and my brothers who were under under let's say under five my brother is four and my other brother is also two this year but I was stuck in the household with more or less no one to talk to and i as a person i don't really use my phone more or less to speak to people i don't really text it's not my kind of vibe <laughs> kind of stupid to say but it's not my kind of thing so that was one issue i had faced and i'll talk to you guys more about exactly what happened in a minute but what happened next was i started to get really down on myself because i had paid i think a lot of money maybe around 10,000 dirhams more or less for personal training at the gym and I'm the type of person that I can physically not train anywhere but the gym with a person because it pushes me because I'm a, I'm a lazy person so I need someone to keep telling me go 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 do 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 so I tried to work out at home but it just wasn't working out so I just started thinking and I overthink a lot so I started thinking like oh my god I just wasted all this money and I'm gonna lose all my progress and it was just it was killing me like killing me inside I'm not gonna lie but you know I tried to push forward but if we just weigh out everything after all the problems I faced it started to get really hard because then what happened was also my phone had broken in the middle of quarantine. And at that point in time, although there had been just a curfew in Ajman, all the stores were still closed. So it was very difficult for me to go and fix my phone. I dropped my phone actually <laughs> in water. I was We were doing like a makeshift pool at home. I was trying to get zen and everything. And my phone toppled over because we had kicked the place where I had placed it and it fell in the water. But luckily enough, the rice trick, I tried it and it worked and it actually saved it, saved my phone. I decided, I made the conscious decision that, hey, I'm gonna try to do at least cardio while I'm quarantined, maybe drop some, a few kilos, you know, get, the, get my weight down at least to get my body moving. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do some cardio. So we had luckily in my house a machine 
um, a cross trainer. So it's the one where you, you know, like in the 80s, you guys like move up and down, up and down. Yeah, that's the one. So we have one of those. So I was sitting with my headset on, you know, with all my like monitoring tech on and my phone in my hand. And I was watching Netflix and I had placed it on top of the machine because it had like a little ledge. And then my father, he comes home and he calls me. And me without paying attention, I swoop my head and pull the phone and it crashes onto the ground. And I think at that point I was just like, what else can happen today so my phone fell and it cracked the screen was absolutely demolished but that's when at least the quarantine was easing up the constrictions but then i was still i don't know how to say this but for me when things start to pile up i start to get very down on myself like it got to a point where i was like okay what next like i tried to work out and bad stuff is still happening so there's no point for me to continue on I, it sounds pretty stupid when you say it like that but i think at that point i was so stressed and i was so excited that when that happened i was so disappointed and i wasn't willing to continue on the whole workout journey i was going through but we fixed my phone actually we fixed it there was a store open in the middle of Sana'iya uh, industrial area that's Sana'iya sorry I'm just used to saying it. In industrial area in Ajman and we had fixed it and I don't know how to describe it but I was feeling really down on myself and you know and worst like the worst thing was there was nothing working out for me it was more like what next like already the exams were stressing me out because I have this in my brain. I just have this like a pass or a merit is a is a fail to me. I need to get distinctions or else I'm not doing well in university. I just need to prove to myself and to everyone around me that I can be in law school and I can do law school because in school I was always average and I always just I was just cruising by and I think even my last year in school grade 12 I was just fed up I was like I need to get out of here and when I had university I was like hey I'm gonna try my best here and it it paid off like in foundation I got a one two three three four and in our university one is being the highest and 20 being the lowest so for me that was like a huge pump of ego so i had to like keep it going and when i had this whole fiasco i just felt like i was dis disappointing myself at that point in time <laughs> i started gaming again actually because in university i never really had the time to game i never really had the i just needed to keep studying i needed to keep working and like getting money also on the side i needed to keep working and everything and so I never really had time to game and my, my gaming passion slowly faded away. And also my gaming friends that I had, you know, developed over time, they hadn't heard from me for a long time. So, you know, the gaming really helped me in that sense. But as you know, gaming most of the time, because this was also in Ramadan, I ruined my sleep pattern. <laughs> my sleep pattern was horrible i think i would sleep at like 12 p.m and wake up at 10 p.m 
and it was just a cycle of me staying up all night and then sleeping in the middle of the afternoon and then waking up in the evening and it just drove me even insane more insane like I was like oh my god this is what I'm doing with my life what's wrong with me for me to be social I need to be out that's how I express my my feelings towards people is by being in front of them speaking to them you know showing affection and all that like that's just how I am as a person so when quarantine happened and you can't really go out anymore I just felt so isolated and so upset at myself and everything and then exams came and with exams was a whole bunch of drama a whole bunch of drama on my end towards myself and I think at that time I like I self-diagnosed myself as being a person who is afraid of failure and it made sense to me at the time because what was happening to me was that I wouldn't want to put effort because if I had failed it was as if I did not put the effort to fail it wasn't my fault and I think it just I don't know I was just so stuck all the time and I just didn't know what to do it was tough man it was insanely tough I, I digress I digress so yeah so my exams came along and this was when I was at like a peak peak depression and anxiety it was just so so hard for me to focus it was so hard for me to do anything I was so upset like me thinking about it is making me really emotional again but it was just so hard like when I would live in a Merdiv, at least I would have my sister her husband my nephew who were like amazing support systems to me but my dad tries to be a support system but I can't really tell him you know like his daughter is suffering from depression and anxiety towards her exams so I just don't want to seem like that failure in the family I just don't want to seem so such a burden which you guys will find out that I in turn became a burden to myself and others but yeah so everything was just piling up at that point so it came to i had at that point i had five six seven essays due on the same day as my exam uh no actually i had two essays due the day before that and i had five essays due on the day of my exam and i had an exam of course that was slowly creeping by and how our exams worked was we had a seen question and an unseen question and the unseen question would be released on the day of the exam and we'd have four hours to answer it and the seen question would be released prior maybe like a month prior and you'd be able to pre prepare that earlier like you would be able to prep for that essay well since it was online you could basically write the entire essay and then just submit it and you'd have four hours to do just one essay the exams are rolling by and I'm trying my best to stay afloat at that point. I'm like, hey, I need to stay strong for myself and my family. I need to push through this. So I started working on my essays and what happened was the essays just didn't make sense to me. They just I just got in such a writer's block and I just couldn't do them. I don't know. It, that's why that's how I managed to self-diagnose myself. As having a fear of failure because one of the key you would say one of the key like symptoms that you'd experience was you not being able 
to create, for example, a piece of work or a project um, <laughs> without feeling the need for it to be perfect. And in turn, as it won't be perfect, you just don't do it at all because failing is a better failing by not trying is a better option than failing because you tried. And so that was me. That was my mental state. So I think I procrastinated so much after having a wonderful mood. It like there was nothing that went wrong. I think the only thing that went wrong was I pointed the the judge to the wrong paragraph. And it was a moment of like, oops, I did it again. I messed up. And that crushed me. But I just hoped for the best. So that gave me kind of a boost. So I started working on my essays prior and I started saying, okay, I can do this actually. And thanks God for the people around me at that time because they were pushing me through the exams. I had a close friend who just kept pushing me. He kept pushing me, pushing me. He just kept saying, do it, do it, do it. You can do it. And even on the day of my moot, he even helped me. He let me recite everything to him. I was like a parrot. I would just repeat, repeat. And he's like, you just need to relax. But if anyone knows me, relax is not my kind of thing unless I'm at home doing something I like. But yeah, so I, I managed to finish the five essays. And luckily, the two essays that had been on the day prior to my exam, they got postponed. Um, there was a couple of issues and they had postponed those two essays to like the next week or so or two weeks. So the day of my exam comes and... I'm like, okay, I'm going to prepare the scene question. And I had prepared it all night. I spent all night trying to do it. I tried to fix my sleep at that day because I was like, I need at least a good amount of sleep to be able to have the full amount of energy I needed to do the exam. And so I was like, okay, I finished the essays, the five essays I needed due to my best of ability that I could at that time. And it was actually pretty good to me so I was like okay but I was still worried at the back of my head I'm always worried about everything maybe I messed up maybe I'm not answering how the teacher wants me to answer I then proceeded to enter my exam with a half finished essay because I had worked on those five so hard and I think at that point I was just like at such a low point that it was to the point where I was about to break I was about to snap and so the exam comes and the um, I had studied for one particular subject in hopes that it would come because they usually like try to hint towards subjects. So I was studying basically like a rough idea and I wanted and I luckily I had, like I said, an amazing support system. My classmates were amazing towards me. We were all like helping each other and planning with each other what the our game plan was on the day of the exam. So I went to the exam. And this is like the saddest thing and to remember what happened was actually horrendous. But I entered the exam and I opened the paper. <laughs> well, not opened the paper. I opened my computer and I didn't have any books. And that really set me back because I'm the type of person. I need to be physically there for me to focus 100%. Um, and I need my physical books to even focus even more. So I didn't have my books. So I just had like online versions of everything. Um, so I started my exam, I looked at the questions, and none of them made sense to me. When I tell you that I read that exam, and none of them got in my head, I was like, oh my god, 
there is no way I'm going to be able to answer this exam. And so I read them, read them. And it took me at least an hour of that time to at least decide on a question I was going to do. But even then, I was not even sure on what question I wanted to do. It's just, for me, I need to plan everything. Everything needs to be planned so that it enters my head. For me, it's like a, if you think of maths, I need to have a formula for me to follow to answer the questions. So the formulas that I had prepared did not fit the questions. So I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I was like, now what? And I'm going to be honest, I broke down. I started having a major anxiety attack. I started pouring tears. I just didn't know what to do. And I, I'm like about to cry thinking about it because it was so hard. For a good three hours of that, I just did not know what to do. And it was so hard. And I was just, and I couldn't breathe because of how much I was crying. I was about to defer the exam because they said that you were allowed to defer the exam for because of the whole coronavirus quarantine and everything. And so I was about to defer the exam. And I think one hour left, my sister and her husband had called me because I called them. I was like, guys, I don't know what to do. I'm really screwed and I really need your guys' help. My sister's husband, he's a G. He's like, he has, he's a lawyer. So he obviously knew what I was studying. So I sent him my exam and I, he said, okay, do this one. And he basically walked me through the question and tried to help me understand it. And I had to write two essays an hour <laughs> because one was half done and one was not even started. And they give you four hours for a reason, four hours for one exam. So I was like, okay. So I wrote whatever I could and I couldn't even proofread it because I needed to get it submitted as fast as possible. So I did it and I did it and I, I, it, I was just so disappointed in myself. I couldn't believe what I had just done. It was just so not myself. I just couldn't believe it. As a person who refuses to fail at anything for once in my life, Instead of being worried that I wouldn't get a distinction, I was worried that I had failed the exam and possibly failed the year because of such a, such a horrendous... <laughs> it was horrible, the essay I made. But luckily, it made sense and it kind of answered the question. And so after that whole fiasco, my entire, let's say, ego, not even ego, my pride in myself diminished. I had nothing left. I had almost failed my exams. And it was just horrible. And not only that, my birthday, which I usually spend celebrating, or at least with some friends or my family or anything, I spent it alone. <laughs> and the saddest part of all that was that on my birthday, um, my father bought me a cake. And <laughs> I was in such a pissy mood. Like I had waken up, woken up, waking up English I had woken up so late that I almost missed my birthday actually but he brought me the cake and I was like okay guys hold on I'm in a game I can't really leave I'll get banned I'll come in a second my father comes and he goes well but your brothers want cake so come and cut it and I was like is it my birthday or my brothers like I love them so much I love my family so much but I was like bro it's my birthday right I can cut the cake whenever I want and it's just so 
horrible. <laughs> it was so horrible. Um, so all of that put together, it just drove me over the edge, especially after my exam, because I'm always so worried about my exams. And my sister, she's a kinesiologist, so normally she would prepare like a balance for me. A balance is where she like finds the root of your problem, why you're having these issues in yourself. And she basically tries to relieve you of that stress. And so I didn't have that. And normally I would. And that usually gives me confidence in myself to do well in my exams. And so all of that put together, my exam just crushed me inside. But I don't know if it was God, the government, <laughs> I don't know who it was, but somebody put it in the air or maybe I manifested it with how much I was fed up of staying in Ajman. And at that point, I had been in Ajman for four weeks, a whole month, guys. It was way too much. It was way too long. I had no animals. My my best friend, which is my cat, <laughs> actually, he's always been my emotional support system. Like whenever I cry or anything, he comes and he cuddles me. I call him a little energy vampire because he'll come and like absorb all the bad energy from me and make me feel better. But I didn't even have that. And I couldn't talk to my dad about it because I just didn't want him to know that I possibly failed my exam. Um, but yeah, so something in the, in the world heard me. And the quarantine was actually lifted that next day. And it was like, it was like a miracle from above. I had one more exam left and I was like, okay. And I had two essays due. I was like, okay, perfect. Like, I'm a get my shit together and I'm gonna do this exam and I'm, I'm gonna be great. I went back, I finally saw my family, my sister, everything. And it was just so relieving to see my sister and her husband again, and my nephew and my cat and my dog, and even Anna, our nanny. It was just so good to be home. And so that's what I did, I went home and I think everything went up for there. from there. I had someone to train with. My sister and I were training together. We were doing some like fun at home workouts that weren't too long, weren't too strenuous. But yeah, I had that. And I had my best friends on my gaming since we had been playing for so long together. They, were, they had my back. So they, of course, made me feel better about everything. They're hilarious. They're absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to pull them up on one of these podcasts and you guys will really see how hilarious they are. But I just, that support system was there and it made me feel so good to finally have my family back. And yeah, I had my family in Ajman, but when you live with a certain group of people for a long time, it's hard to leave them. And to leave them for four weeks drove me absolutely insane <laughs> it was so tough guys i can't like you guys may think oh she's just being dramatic but for me when so many things go wrong i just get fed up because i have this perspective that if life is so hard all the time for a long time what's the point of living it and that's how i was at that point i was like why is everything so hard and so inconvenient <laughs> like it was just so tough and at that point, quarantine really hit my family really hard because my father, he works in events and there were no more events because everything was closed. I also worked for promotion and events and I had no more work. It was just 
tough, man. And so I went back, actually. And I had finally my sister and her husband and we did the balance and we did everything we were supposed to to prepare for my next exam. And that exam was actually phenomenal. <laughs> it was so good. I had prepared everything prior. Everything was perfect. All my essays were great. I studied so hard for everything. I was ready for the exam. My sister's husband was there by my side for any emergencies, but I pretty much did it on my own, um, uh, along with his guidance, as in like trying to keep me sane <laughs> during my exam. And everybody stayed home to make sure I was all right and I didn't have another panic attack. I'm like about to cry again. <laughs> so emotional, man. It was so hard. Um, so yeah, so I went back and I just felt like myself again. Um, my exam, uh, I did it and it, there was no more issues. I felt so proud of it. I felt like, hey, I managed to proofread it. I was like, hey, I, I finally did it. And that was the last thing of the year that I had to do that was due. So I was done with the entire university year. I was done with my entire second year. Well, first year, if you count foundation, like because foundation is just foundation but first year of law school so I was like oh my god I did it <laughs> I finished it and let's just hope to god that my one mess up in quarantine with my father in his house in Ajman it just didn't mess me up so yeah so that that was that and you guys may think like so what you got you had your family you didn't have your family or whatever but that doesn't give you the reason to be upset but like I said I'm the type of person that needs, not even needs, looks for um, physical conversation or not even physical, physical embrace, you could say. I just need my family around me or anyone around me just to push me to be the better me. And yeah, it sounds sad and all, but it was a huge learning curve because like at the end of the day, Family will always be there for you, but at one point in time, they won't. And you got to be strong. And I think thanks to quarantine, this lady who caused me issues, thanks to quarantine, I learned that. But yeah, and also that got me back on track. I felt so passionate. I, I started gaming better. <laughs> I started playing better because I felt better. And because I overall felt better. I started wanting to pursue different things. So I started a podcast, um, even though it was a delayed release date because of the whole Black Lives Matter. And I didn't want to take any light away from the situation because it deserves all the recognition and um, light, like I said, it deserves everything that it needs for it to make such an impact. So I just postponed everything. But... I planned all my podcasts. I had the entire month prepared. I was like, I want to do this and I want to do this now. So that's what I did. But I actually suffered something really terrible over quarantine. I I went through something, let's just say that, that really hurt me as an individual. And it really crushed me, actually, because I felt like I was in such a good place. And then it crushed me again. And... To be honest, yeah, I learned a lot during quarantine, but it was just so tough, you know, not having books that already set me back, not having anything that I had at home. 
because I live here. I live in Dubai and it just felt different. It felt way too different. Um, I could, I didn't know how to adapt. I didn't, I just, I don't text. I just don't text. It's as simple as that. I hate texting. I'm not the type of person to spend hours on texting. Like most of my friend group, they know that if I don't text them, it doesn't mean that I don't love them and I'm not always there for them. They're, they're never afraid to just ask me for anything because they know I'll always be there. No matter if I text or not, it doesn't make a difference. And that's where I see the best thing. But of course, the happiness did not last because then I fell back into old habits. My sleep started getting bad again. But this time, the difference was I had that support system. I had my sister, I had my family, I had my friends. At this point, me and my gaming friends had gotten, our bonds got stronger because of the whole quarantine, you know, we didn't have anybody but each other at that point. And so it, they really helped me out through that. Um, I had my books and then I got my results. Um, so I was really worried at this point. I was like, what did I get? <laughs> Praying to God, I did not fail. I opened my results. And thanks God, I did not fail. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So this time, my essays, like I expected, I got a three and a three, which is really good for first year because first year is tough. So that's a, a first class, a first class honors. And then I got a five and a seven. And this shocked me because the five was actually in contract law. And contract law... I hadn't really done well at I couldn't grasp it I didn't know the formula I needed to learn the formula more before I could know how to do contract law that what what they were looking for was different than what I'm used to so I was so shocked because it turns out that the exam that I did at home I actually got 73 per 73 or 74 something like that which is a, a distinction uh, so I was like oh my god that really makes a difference and the one that I did do well at in the previous before you, you before quarantine, I actually got a seven, which was really good. I'm not going to lie, really good. And I was not expecting that. I was expecting to fail, but my grades did pull me higher, my previous grades. But I got a 55 and normally I'd be really mad at myself, but I was just proud that I did not fail. I was like, thanks, God something pulled me through that the examiners were like okay she got it you know like they're more lenient because of quarantine but that distinction was really what set me off and my mood was like my mood carried my five essays that i had to do for legal method my mood carried me up because it's 50 percent of your grade and it carried me up to a three i was so shocked i was like oh my god i nailed it <laughs> i was so surprised so the main thing I want you guys to get from this and why I shared my story from quarantine because I felt the entire time in quarantine that I was going through this alone. Like no one else was going insane in quarantine. But I realized that actually lots of people went through a lot in quarantine. Everyone, everyone that you know may have gone through a similar experience, not even similar, like felt down on themselves, um, panicked etc because you know you have this worry that a you're gonna get a virus 
and B, that your life is suddenly over, you could say. Because at, before quarantine, I had gone out, like I go out every day, but not even go out, like I had something to do every day, whether it was studying, whether it was the gym or anything. I had a routine and I don't know if you guys know, but Tauruses, which is what I am, fun fact, I like astrology. Um, it's like the most basic female thing, but it made sense at the time to me was that as a Taurus, having that sense of organization or routine was very important to me. And when I had lost that, I lost the sense of myself. It sounds funny. It sounds really overdramatic, but it was just really hard. It was really tough for me. And like, not to discredit anything that's going on in the world, like I'm sure lots of people have it worse than me, but this was what I went through and people may have went through worse, but this is what affected me at the time. And it really hurt me because I have a really, like, I don't believe in myself most of the time. Yeah, we're getting touchy on this podcast, guys. We're getting very deep, but I struggle with being prideful of myself. Like, I am my best self when I am proud of myself, but most of the time I'm just afraid or worried. And people say I worry too much, but this worry is what really affects me. Like, either it protects me, which is a good thing, or it affects me really bad. And being in quarantine, worrying about my family, worrying about myself, worrying about everything in my life at that time, and losing so many things... It just hurt, you know, it really hurt me really bad. And I learned from that that I need to learn to love myself, not even love myself, to be proud of myself and what I have accomplished in life. Because I have accomplished a lot. I'm a very active person in society and I'm very kind, I'd like to say to people. People may think otherwise, but I always try to treat others the way I want to be treated. I just want you guys to know that quarantine was hard for everybody and that no matter how hard it got, there was always something to pull you out of it. Like I luckily had my family, others may have their friends, but yeah, I kept losing it, losing it as in I went insane. I just felt so alone. It just Ugh, I keep digressing, but it just it was so... Like, it sounds really stupid when you think about it. But at that time, because it was such a weird time to be living in, it just all hit me like a brick. It was like, what's gonna happen next? And then my phone broke, and then the gym, and then everything. It was just like, I felt so down on myself. I started gaining weight. I was worried about so many things. I hadn't seen my friends in so long. I hadn't seen my family in so long. It was just like too much to handle at the same time. And I don't really talk to people about my issue. I talk to a few select people in my life, but it's just too hard for anyone to bear. And I learned that now. But sometimes you do need that help and never let anyone discredit how you're feeling. Like you guys may say, oh, you're talking shit um, or not even talking shit. Like this is stupid or anything like that. But that's just how I felt. Everything affects everybody in different ways. Different things affect you in different ways. 
I may be affected by this. You guys may be affected by something else, but who am I or who is anyone to discredit how you feel? And that's what I want you guys to take from this is that no matter what you're feeling, no matter how you're feeling or what situation you're in, if it's bad for you, it's bad for you. And no one has the right to say that it's not because it's your life. It's not anyone's life to decide for you whether something is too hard or too easy or whether you can handle it yourself or not, because a support system will always be there for you in that situation. But yeah, so what I learned from this wonderful, horrible situation, wonderful in the sense that I learned a lot about myself and I found out many things about my life that ultimately saved me because I was in such a toxic, sad state that I learned to overcome it. And I'm very proud of myself. And it was thanks to my podcast, actually. Because when I started my podcast, it was after a really sad event in my life like sad event being quarantined and I felt like I finally had something to work on and since then everything has just been on the ups yeah I have my sad moments a sad person will always be sad forever but your sad can be put on hold I guess um it'll be like oh pause your sadness you're now happy for a while but that's what life is life is full of ups and downs life is full of ups and downs and the way you overcome those downs is what shows you as a person what you're made of and what you can handle and what you can't handle and i just wanted to thank you guys um for such an amazing response to my first podcast i really tried to pick a topic that everybody could connect to and i hope this week's topic you guys can connect to as well yeah it's all about me but you know i i'm trying guys i'm trying and if you guys have any suggestions for next week's episode feel free to message me or anything like that i'm always here for you no matter what even if i don't know you i'm still here for you to an extent let's just say that to an extent (laughs) because uh, at the end of the day Even if I don't know you, everyone deserves to be hurt and everybody deserves to have that moment in their life where they have a support system. And one wise lady once told me, um, Natasha actually, she actually helped me because she showed me that what I went through or what I was going through was hard for me. And even though it wasn't hard for anyone else, or may not be hard for anyone else, it's still important. It's still important because it hurt me and it affected me. And thanks to her, I see that now. Yes, it's gonna be hard to open up to people again, but thank you, Natasha. I'm giving you a nice shout out on this podcast. (laughs) But yeah, thank you to her. She's a psychology student, so she was working her psychology magic on me, but it, it really helped, I'm not gonna lie. And shout out to all my friends, my cool gaming friends. You guys know who you are. And Sea of Thieves is awesome, guys. Guys, check it out. Sea of Thieves. If you like gaming, man, you can be a whole ass pirate on that game. It's insane. But yeah, 
thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast if you guys have any questions or anything feel free to contact me this has been and you guys everybody say it with me this generation's podcast with jen yay episode two guys enjoy have a nice day i hope you enjoyed i'm saying the same things over and over again (laughs) i do that a lot i'm so sorry but have a nice day guys stay safe stay hydrated water is important drink your water stay safe wear your masks don't 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 even try quarantine yourself if you have to just everybody take care and have a nice day